Hey folks, so Aaron Francis just shared uh, some like clip on YouTube about Utah City. Um, it's like a, you know, the city of the future, basically starting from scratch and building a city that's built around people and walkability and whatnot. Mr. Money Mustache, who I'm a big fan of, he recently shared about something similar in, oh, Arizona, maybe? Um, where basically cities built from scratch that there's like no cars allowed basically. Um, and you know, I'm not like that into urban planning or anything. So a lot of people know a lot more than this stuff about me, but from what I just see, the gist is like, you know, cars are bad for a million reasons. Parking lots are horrible. Parking garages, parking ramps are horrible. All those things, they take up like so much space and sectioning off neighborhoods from, like city areas from like shops, restaurants and working areas is like bad because then you need cars and those neighborhoods are like lack stuff. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like that's the biggest thing is when you separate where people live from where they shop and eat and work, then you need cars and then you need car infrastructure, which is like super expensive and huge and makes you less happy and your life worse. Cause you're sitting in a car all day and you're not engaging with people or walking and whatever. Okay. So I'm totally down with it. I've been like drinking this Kool-Aid forever because of Mr. Money Mustache. And it just got me thinking. So after watching this video that Aaron shared on Utah City, they're describing these things like, you know, it's like it needs to be walkable. There needs to be neighborhoods. And those neighborhoods, like the living needs to be like close and, you know, not like sprawled out. So like the neighborhoods need houses that are close and intermingled with shopping so that you can walk to shop and recreate and work and they need to be diverse and blah 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 um and so they're describing all these things and i'm going that's where i live and i know that because i was very intentional about living where i live i live in a village it's a suburban village so there's not everything that utah city has but you can actually get pretty close to it so it's interesting hearing people talk, uh, especially people who live in, I'll say just suburban development type areas, which is a ton of people, obviously. And then also city people who live in like Silicon Valley or Chicago or New York or any like fairly large city. Um, yeah, where, yeah. Okay. Where, where like they can't have a house, you know, or if they do, it's pretty far away. And then they're in one of those developments and then they have to drive into work for an hour or whatever. Um, yeah. So where I live, I've talked about this before because I think the other episode where I described like where I, my life is amazing and it's horrible. Like everything, there's two sides to every coin and you just decide to see the value in the position you're in instead of, you know, seeing all the flaws. I talked somewhat about this or got around it, but, um, but yeah, where I live, uh, the houses are affordable. They're not, they're they're more expensive than the surrounding area so around here it's like i guess you you're somewhat more wealthy if you live in quote unquote the village where i live taxes are higher because you get all these village amenities and but it's buffalo so like my house cost me two hundred and twenty thousand dollars and it's like super high ceilings you know two floors um giant yard garage yeah so it's like you can get a lot the most expensive house i've even heard of being sold in 
in the village, my area was 500,000. And that was like a completely rebuilt, really huge, beautiful house. And some of these house, whatever. Okay. Um, there's a few of these villages in Buffalo. I'm sure there's, there's many in, in all sorts of places, but I think this is like, you know, it's not really realistic for me to pack up my family, move away from my extended family and move to Utah to live in one of these cities, which will probably be expensive, especially because it's brand new and live a dream fantasy life, which is good. And if you want to live a fantasy life, great. But the life I have that I think you too could have if you wanted is really doable. Live in a village, live in a quaint village in outside of a city. There's lots of them. And a lot of no-name cities, kind of like Buffalo, have them. We have, like, I'm going to say two really solid quaint ones and then, like, five, like, I'm just going to call them second tier because they're either really small or they're mixed in with too many giant roads and businesses and full of suburban developments. But there's two in Buffalo that are, like idyllic like they're like something out of a book Um, and i live in one of them so anyway i just made like a list of these things that the future city has so like walkability where i live i just took a walk this morning and i walked all around the village before 7 a.m watching the village wake up all these kids are walking to school they're getting on buses um that's part of living here is you can walk to any school you go to because there's a school right by you. There's the school in for the village that you can just walk to. So our elementary school is two blocks away and I can walk to get coffee. There's a nice coffee shop um, that I walked to this morning to get my wife coffee. And there's, I passed like an, a new art gallery and I took a picture of it. And it's like, oh, I should look this up on Instagram. They do art lessons. There's, you know, just this village walk that I did this morning. I can't tell you how many cool restaurants I passed There's businesses, there's like a a law firm, there's some chiropractor stuff, there's dentists. And a lot of these businesses are in like really old mansion kind of homes. There's, I passed probably three churches, um, like kind of old Catholic churches that have been turned into Methodist and what other Protestant and one of them still Catholic. So basically like everything, I passed a library, a super nice library that's basically on our block, um, which is awesome. They have tons of activities. My wife takes my little baby to like a mom's and more play thing. Um, I passed a daycare and saw kids playing why they were there that early in the morning. I have no idea, but kids are playing at the daycare, um, mailmen, women, whatever garage or garbage people there. I passed an auto shop, um, two auto shops. There's obviously gas stations. I mentioned the restaurants. There's cool bars, like a wine bar. There's a bourbon bar. There's Taekwondo. There's an old movie theater that you can watch like matinee, like movie theaters, movies. They have new movies. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I could just keep naming things. Plenty of shops, plenty of boutiques, plenty of, you know, hair salons and all that I passed as well as walking by neighborhoods that are basically on top of this stuff and intermingled with this stuff. And a lot of these establishments I told you are actually just houses converted into businesses. So they'll be like a residential house. And then next door will be a house that's been turned into a business and the front yard is turned into a building. And like, if you go in one of these shops, you feel like you're just in a shop, but then you might like walk upstairs to like a front door, you know, that's like 
that's like goes into the back office or something because it was just a house, you know? Um, so anyway, everything I need is in arm's reach. So walkability, huge, hugely available, makes our life so great. We went out with, um, with Hannah's parents the other day. We took them to, first we went on the, there's a train ride for the holidays because there's an old train station near here. That's a hobby shop that sells train stuff. And there's all these like retired old guys with their, hats on collecting your ticket and stamping it you get on this train and you can and they just like ride you around a little bit take you to a cool bridge in the fall fall leaves are beautiful go over a creek and then go to like a pumpkin patch and you get a free pumpkin and there's activities for kids and a petting zoo and whatever and on this train it's like an old train you can like buy food and snacks and a hot dog and popcorn while the train's kind of going and whatever the europeans are like well we just have trains and we use them we don't but we have old trains and they're like a fun unique activity for us so anyway that was a cool thing and then like that was walking walking distance and then we went out to dinner which was walking distance um yeah and so that's that's our that's our life so walkability amazing um shopping tons of shopping around here tons of boutiques but there's like a really nice outdoor store a few blocks away i know the owners because they're just in the village they live in the village they love the village they run a store that's also an online store. So they like make a good amount of money online, but then also have just this brick and mortar place that you can buy. It's like REI, but mini, like you could buy a kayak and like, uh, what hiking boots you can like, go get good hiking boots, good brands. They're both hikers in the area. Um, all the like best hiking stuff you would want. You could get a nice knife or dehydrated food or a Frisbee for your dog or a cool hiking hat. It's just a really cool spot. So yeah, shopping, pro for sure there's like yeah whatever i could just go on and on recreation i walk down to the creek all the time i did it this morning to check on the flows it's where i fish um there's hiking trails there's a bird sanctuary right here that my wife takes pictures at she's a photographer and we walk the trail all the time it's beautiful river loves it there's parks there's a massive playground two blocks away that's like the village watering hole it's it's awesome it's a huge playground everybody congregates and you know, we take baby there and we take our nieces and nephews there. There's fields to just play in within a block or two. Um, yeah, there's like state parks, five minutes drive away. There's, yeah, all sorts of recreation. Um, yeah, which is great. So closeness living. Yeah, like it's not like a city per se. Like I'm not on top of my neighbors, but you're pretty close to it. I'm looking out at my neighbor's house that's about, I don't know, 20 yards away. Um with a driveway in between. So you're close to your neighbors. We don't have fences between us. My neighbors, my neighbor, my one neighbor's kids raked my leaves. And then my other neighbor raked with them and like raked the leaves. Like these are just two random neighbors who raked my leaves. And then the day after the other neighbor mowed with her rider mower mowed my whole backyard. Cause my wife took family pictures. Not, they would have done this anyway. But my wife took family pictures of them in, in their backyard. So, and all these yards are connected. We know their names. We talk with them. We see all of our neighbors a lot. And so very close and connected. Um, but all right, so I'm selling you on this. And I'm selling you because you could have this life if you wanted. There's probably a city near you. You probably live in it or around it. And there's tons of suburban developments. And those are nice because the houses are nice and they're new. But I bet... There's a handful of quaint villages where the houses are beautiful and full of character, but they're definitely not new. It might cost a little more to live there, and maybe the taxes are higher, but you have better schools, 
you have all sorts of stuff. The village will pick up your leaves and the plowing is really good. And um, there's crossing guards and, you know, there's all of those things, nice libraries, nice parks, playgrounds, all these things that your taxes get put to good use. There's music festivals in this village where the whole place just turns into a giant music festival like every corner and every bar and everything has a band and there's buses just driving around you can just hop on a bus like for free you just walk on a school bus and just you know you're probably drunk and you just go to another bar and get off and there's always school buses coming around so there's tons of stuff like that um yeah so you could do this and i think it's doable for anybody and i think it's like i feel like i'm living the dream a lot um but and i think it's a lot more realistic than a lot of people think because so many people in my life don't live where I live, but they live five to 40 minutes away in more isolated areas. They have to drive everywhere. Their communities are, are not their neighborhoods. You know, their trick or treating sucks. My trick today's Halloween. I'm going to have a bonfire in my driveway. My family's coming over. My neighbors usually have bonfires and it's like an awesome neighborhood thing. Everybody, there's tons of people that like make awesome decorations and, things all over their houses and the candy's great and people come from all over because we have such a vibrant trick-or-treating community um so this stuff is available probably close to you you should move there i think it'll make your life really good you don't necessarily have to move to the new new future city although you could i love these trends i love 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 these trends in any way everything that is anti-car and live close to stuff i am so for in every way but i get to kind of live that in a village so there's two cons there's two things they mentioned that my village doesn't have the first is work there's service work because there's restaurants and shops and stuff a lot of independent people you know doing stuff at the farmer's market like definitely that kind of stuff but as far as like going to an office and being um an accountant or something like that stuff is all in the city or in the and like towns like like other towns that have like big business parks and stuff like that's not where I live you're not walking to work if you live here unless you're a teacher or unless you're you own a business around here for the most part Um, most people are commuting to you know like health insurance companies in the city banks stuff like that so that's a con for me it's fine because I work remotely so remote work really removes this con from villages which is a huge thing because you're listening to this and you might work remotely um and then the other one is diversity this one's tough it's not a diverse area at all politically i would say fairly diverse um because a lot of the surrounding area suburb areas are pretty overwhelmingly conservative and the village is a pretty good mixture of a lot of like liberal and conservative thought and people and you really don't know what you're going to get here which i think is nice there's you're not really going to see a trump flag in the village and i'm not sure maybe you're in a trump but i'm not um so that's nice that it's at least not like if you go to the surrounding suburbs yeah i might see a trump flag um whatever so politically kind of diverse but what are we really talking about like minorities not a lot of minorities around here overwhelmingly white that is that is this area that i live in it's like like i said it's like a um it's like a what's his name what's that that painter's name that paints quaint stuff there's a couple of them there's the guy who paints like the really nice winterscapes um why can't i freaking think of these names norman rockwell is one of them um i live in like 
a Norman Rockwell painting, basically. But because of that, the like Buffalo is really heavily segregated. There's a pretty big African American population, um, but they are they live in like a very specific area because of all these historically bad things like redlining and whatever. So it's not ideal in that sense. Um, where if this was a if this if this happened at a, in a city, you know, I don't know. It's a tough problem to solve for real, because there's actually some quaint village walkable areas deep in the city. That's where I used to live. Um, and those are more diverse, but they're still, it's, you know, the houses are expensive. Um, yeah, it's just not that diverse. So Buffalo is not that diverse of a city. I think a lot of Northern cities aren't that diverse or are, but they're more segregated, you know, where, yeah, so it's a problem. It's something that is on my mind um, often because I don't want River growing up and thinking that um, that the like the people that just his pattern matching. I don't want him to just pattern match white people who wear the clothes I wear and stuff. So that when he is around, you know, other people, I want I want hit that to be included in his pattern matching of normal people who are good people and are potential friends and things like that. Where I think the danger is in this little bubble he'll grow up and when he encounters you know someone of a different race he just feels like they're either dangerous or different and he can't connect with them um or whatever you know and that's unfortunate definitely so big con diversity i kind of bet these dream fairy tale land places are going to lack some diversity as well because they're probably going to be pretty expensive and that's like an issue if they don't have affordable housing and maybe they will um but I don't know. Whatever. Those are my thoughts. You could live the dream if you want. I feel like I'm living it. See ya.